sit down, sit down, please. We have important things to cover. Sit down. First and foremost, and for and first most, last week I was talking about how I should be Google. I still believe in that idea and myself, but I had it backwards. I shouldn't be Google. Google should be me. They need to train their AI to be like my brain. Because people have been messaging me all the time about everything. I'm pretty sure people Google more than they God. I know everything and I can answer all of them. I just don't want to be annoyed all the time. I don't know how Santa does it but it's helped me empathize with him and to understand him a little bit better and to realize what a good friend he is for reaching out to me the way that he does. I do my part, too. I'm a good friend, and friendships have to work both ways. I think I would have been a good friend for Hitler. I think our energies would have matched well, and through companionship, we would have had a good outlet for heated conversations, and making shitty art instead of killing millions of people and a world war. He would have told me about the Jews and all that, and then I would have shown him what hate really looks like. Especially if I were able to tell him about Bridgerton. I knew this stupid fucking show was going to be a trigger for me, and I hated it the first moment I heard about it. I hated every time I saw it on social media or in an article or any time I heard anyone mention anything about it and the things that they would say about it. But I was good, I told myself. I wasn't going to watch it. I told myself... But then I was clicking through the Play Something feature on Netflix, and sure enough, it popped up. I'd like to blame it on being late at night, and because I'd watched some other cheesy shit that ended up not being that bad, but that's not it. It was me. I chose to watch it. If you've ever wondered why men hate women, the first five minutes has everything A complete Campbell Soup-style condensed version. It's like intentionally burning garbage with a blowtorch and inhaling it while somebody kicks you in the mouth. But you know what? I think it is better than it would have been to have been friends with Jesus and his stupid sandals. Can you imagine trying to focus on your carpentry and looking at those feet in those sandals? He's got his unshaven face and his long hair, and he keeps talking about how he's the son of God. You ask him to hand you a nail, and he doesn't hear you. And so you ask him again, but your teeth are clenched, so he doesn't understand you. So you're just like, hand, nail. And then you wonder, if this kid, the son of God on earth, can't hear you, how the fuck does God, all the way up there? So you Google it in hopes that it's going to be easy, but now Google is Albert. So far, it seems like this episode might be about friendship, and boy, am I the guy to tell you about that. 
I'm probably early on this level of crabbiness, but I've gotten to the point now where I get annoyed when people laugh. I'm getting upset and angry at people for laughing. I'm not interfering with their happiness. Yet. Like wearing sandals. It is a little troubling. Like trying to figure out what to do with a worm when it dies. What do you do? Do you have a worm funeral? My friend was digging them up, and he cut one in half. And in thinking that he had killed it, he wanted to bury it. I was trying to tell him that both segments are worms now, and worms live in the ground. He got upset. He said nobody liked him, and everybody hated him, and that he was going to go eat... I forgot what it was. Probably his own pussy, little crybaby bitch. So pussy worm boy's out. Jesus is probably up in heaven all busy answering prayers like he's Google or something. And I don't want to be friends with Hitler now. I said I would have been a good friend for him. So sometimes I gotta supplement some other shit in there to fill the holes where friends and human interaction should be. I like words and phrases. I was watching this magic show, and he kept saying that people have to willingly participate in the suspension of disbelief. Willingly participate in the suspension of disbelief. You have to choose to be a part of something you may not believe. It's like living. That's like the Campbell's Soup version of how I feel about living. And then today, I encountered this other phrase, maximum entropy. That sounds like a business phrase, or maybe like a back-to-the-future tech kind of phrase, like the flux capacitor. Either way, I'm sure it's above my intellect, but what I was reading said that maximum entropy was where everything on an energy level is balanced, everywhere. I'm not too sure what that means, or in the context that it's used, but I like the way that it sounds. I wanted to know more, so I looked up the definition for entropy, a thermodynamic quantity representing the unavailability of a system's thermal energy for conversion into mechanical work, then interpreted as the degree of disorder or randomness in the system. As I said, above my intellect. But there is a second definition, and that sounds a little more familiar. It's a lack of order or predictability, gradual decline into disorder. And you already know that that is some Albert shit. Because we're friends. And you know that that was Wednesday Albert speaking, and he kind of sucks. He's not my favorite Albert. After he was done recording, I saw him over by the freeway with a shitty cardboard sign, an equally shitty look on his face, and his sign said free will. I really, really wanted to go collect. I have my own free will, but I want his also. I'll admit, though, I do appreciate him. I appreciate that he's not aggressively stupid. One of these people that is so over-the-top energetic and in-your-face about how fucking dumb they are. Five days a week, 
eight hours a day, I have to use my energy and my mental space for these people to do that shit. People that aren't good friends, that aren't good people, that aren't even able to fucking think or listen. All the horrible shit that I say and think about people for a long time I thought was because of my limited perspective because I was an introvert and because I was a cynical asshole and because I lived here in Arizona and that was just what I was seeing from my life. And then I got this job where I was being exposed to people all over the country. And I've been pretty fucking disappointed in seeing that this is how people are. And that so much of me has to go to that. That, combined with my time at Target, combined with observing even my own mother, has provided me with a lot of information about the behavior of women. This isn't from some frustrated incel perspective. This is from a human life wanting to understand, wanting to trace these behaviors and the feelings and thinking patterns associated with them to understanding. And the empty mess of wasted emotion and idea that is the culture of most women is fucking atrocious. I don't hate women biologically or because of their gender or how they identify. I hate what they are inside. Obviously, this doesn't include all of them. I keep getting caught up on this dark side. That's what happens if you don't have a friend like Hitler to get that shit out if you're not freeing your hate. It'll just fester around inside you and feed off all the other parts of you and things you do. I keep having these really terrible movie ideas. And so far, both of them have been focused on disco. Which is fitting because it's terrible and I love it. And so my newest disco movie is Disco Vampires That Surf. I want it to be animated, and I want it to be so fucking good that it embarrasses Pixar. Embarrassing artists. That could probably be its own entire podcast, but until that happens, I may use that as a segment to talk shit about people like Andy Warhol. And even worse, these fucking people that like his shitty art and continue to make it popular. That's why I keep coming back to the Campbell's Soup thing. I'm trying to replace that association with Andy Warhol. His soup can design was better than anything Hitler did, and he had friends who didn't wear sandals. Well, I'm sure some did, but I want to take the Campbell's soup. I want to take it, I want to associate it in your mind with me, my version of Occam's razor, except where I'm using a sharp soup can to cut away all the extra unnecessary shit. I'm a good friend because I can explain to you what Occam's razor is, and I have. I have explained that concept to you, and because I'm not going to just tell you now, because I'm going to give you that opportunity to just be like, 
that was some dumb shit Albert said, or to take the opportunity to learn something. I'm always looking for stuff that catches my eye and catches that spark for things I'd love to learn about, because I do still love learning. I can't wait for school shootings. When those lucky kids can get their vaccinations and can get back to learning. When I was little, back when I was in elementary school, my uncle took me to the Grand Canyon. I thought, damn, I want to learn to dig holes that good someday. I'll learn shit any place I can, too. Like, I was watching that stupid fucking movie, Friends with Benefits. It's a 2011 film with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. The premise has been done a thousand fucking times, and there's another movie or two that came out, like, at that same time that was also the exact same idea with just different other people that were basically the same people. The point I'm trying to get to is that ten years ago, in this movie, there were flash mobs. I'd forgotten I thought they were fucking dumb at the time. I thought they were like how I think of TikTok now. But watching these flash mobs 10 years later, I was awestruck. It really had to reach down deep into me to remember that just 10 years ago, people were willing to cooperate to do something like that. People would just randomly come together and dance. Even if you thought it was dumb, it probably made you smile and made your day a little bit brighter, a little bit better. Just a few minutes of cooperation. If I could get that kind of coordination with digging a hole, I probably could dig my own Grand Canyon. And the rest of that movie is completely retarded. I really cannot recommend it. It was weird, too, watching, like, all the scenes. They tried to have them together being intimate or whatever. I just think it'd be cool to see people cooperate. Not be aggressively stupid and believe the same thing. Just work together with each other. Willingly participate in the suspension of disbelief for a worm funeral. To make that happen, I'd like to make an offer that I coincidentally also made 10 years ago. If you encounter me at least two weeks, but no longer than three from now, and call me Cabell Moosegomer, you will have my eternal respect. I promise. If I'm ever being an asshole, rude, inconsiderate, anything, remind me of this, and I will immediately desist. This is a kill switch that I will offer just this once. But then I also said that if Paul McCartney had said he had blisters anywhere else, I don't think it would have been as memorable. I got blisters on me feet. Well, maybe you should wear better shoes, Paul. I got blisters on me penis. That's called herpes, Paul. You should see a doctor and stop sleeping with whores. I got blisters on me blisters. Now you're just being ridiculous, you bastard. I'm not trying to force anybody into being a better person or anything. I know that that doesn't work. I know you can't just tell people to stop being an asshole. I'm just starting to get worried. 
that my wizard days are over. I've been trying to pass it off as this kid's book, but it always ends up being really sad. Like this magician breaks his wand, and then he loses his hat, and then his rabbit bites his finger, and in the end he dies from AIDS and cancer and drug abuse. Horrible shit is like rocket fuel for creativity. I keep thinking about this tweet that I saw. I love that David Lynch's origin story is just that he lived in Philadelphia for a little while. The fear, insanity, corruption, filth, despair, violence in the air was so beautiful to me. I'm really not trying to call out any of my friends or anything. It just keeps coming up every week I go to do an episode. And every time I try to talk about it, it's just so sad that I don't want to. And I don't want to be sad about that every week anymore. I know there's a good bit, and I'm trying to work toward that. I'm also trying to work out why the word opinion is only a difference of two letters from the word onion, and those two letters happen to make the word pie. Ew, onion pie? That'd be gross. You're a gross worm boy. Get the fuck out of here with your stupid sandals. It's about that time. My schedule is different now, and I'm working more now. But I'm still hoping here, coming up real soon, to be getting shit on YouTube. At least just to reach more people. But eventually, I think I am going to start doing video shit. But before that can happen, I'm still kind of depending on my friend for something. And once that happens, I'm going to start making some cool fucking shirts that I want to wear. But I'm also going to make them available for cool people that want to wear cool Tunana Shoe stuff and tell other cool people about how cool Tunana Shoe is. It's the only place that I know of that combines so much cool shit like beans and maximum entropy, and friendship. And it's the only place you're going to hear my stand-up, as well as how I get to those bits. Like how I'll manage to bring together a poorly prepared set, or finally get to bomb for the first time in front of people. I've got the list of the bits I want to do. I just gotta practice putting them together and making them sound natural. Before we close this chapter on friendship, I do want to mention my very first friend. I came home one day from kindergarten. My mom asked me if I had made a friend. I told her that I had. She asked me his name, and I told her Tarek owes a phone. My sister had made up friends with silly names, and based on this one, my mom thought I was doing the same. But I wasn't. My first friend was Tarek Ozamerzaphone. Don't know what happened to him. I'd imagine he ended up getting homeschooled. I've tried looking him up on like Facebook and shit and can't find anything, so he might be dead too for all I know. There have been so many people in my life that at one point I really did consider friends and now I'm just like, what the fuck happened to them? In that I have no idea where they are or went 
or if they exist, or with what I do know about them is just not at all recognizable as the person they once were. I think DMX must have been a good friend. The stuff that I've been seeing people writing about him and the way that they're writing about him and the amount of it, it just feels like people loved him. In his honor, this episode's for him, and anytime I continue to tell people that if they want to fight me, fight these tears. <laughs>